Hey there, welcome back to the Northwest Audio Podcast Midweek Formation, where we give some supplemental content to take your formation beyond Sunday morning. My name is Nick, I'm the community pastor here at Northwest, and I'm here with our lead pastor, Luke. Today, we're continuing the conversation of formation and becoming a person of love, this time looking at what it means to embody the fruit of the Spirit. Another epic start. It's actually pretty well timed. It's it's like we have this the same amount of set time with the music each week, and it's shocking to me how every time I finish at like the same spot, and I'm like, yeah. wow, this was good job, Nick. It's you like, like mastered, it's like you planned it out, or mastered something. the syllable count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome back, everybody. Yes, it's gonna be a good time. Um, like episode I said, three. Yeah, episode three, three of season two. Three of season two. Wow, time is moving quick. Yeah, it's a it's a good time. We're chugging along through our topics and all of our things. Um, as I said in that little intro uh, today, we're talking about the fruit of the spirit, um, and you know, on this this conversation of becoming a person of love, um, what does it look like to embody? You know, what does it what does it mean to to live like the spirit? What does it mean to exhibit the traits that the spirit exhibits? Um, and so we get that from Galatians chapter five. So I'm just going to read that. Please do really quick. Um, and I'm going to start, I'm gonna start a little bit before it. Cause you know, context is lovely. Mm. Um, so we're going to be in Galatians chapter five, verse 13 it says you, my brothers and sisters were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh rather serve one another humbly in love for the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. Mm. Lines up perfectly. If you bite and devour each other, watch out, or you will be destroyed by each other. I have a weird thing to say. So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious, sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions and envy, drunkenness, orgies and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit, in contrast to that, is love, joy, peace, forbearance or patience, Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Mm. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying each other. Dude, it, this this chapter just never loses its potency and power. Well, that's because Paul was just in... He was in his own just passionate fit with Galatians. He was just like, let me let me just tell you something real quick, boys. <laughs> like just reading this, well, following along as you did, I'm like, dadgummit, I'm a Galatian. <laughs> you know, you get like, in fits of rage. <laughs> well, just this, it, like reading On 465? this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> reading this, I'm just like, even having it read over me like that, I even felt like my soul like warmed slightly. Mm. Like just like this breaking of a hard exterior shell mm. around your heart and your soul scripture just has that power and you know 
Paul is the greatest um, at juxtaposing realities. So he yeah. goes through all of the things that come by flesh, then he goes through all the things that come by spirit. Yeah, and that was a pretty extensive list. Yes, it was. For the flesh. That was, was a lot. <laughs> like there was there was no limits on either what he it had kinda, to say about kinda, that. It kind of covers the whole <laughs> breadth of issues. He went like from one extreme end and he yeah. was just like, oh, also fits of rage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Don't get angry. Whew, that's a real one. I'll bet a lot of people start reading that passage and they're like, oh yeah, I don't do those things. And then it gets to stuff that's like a little bit more nuanced, like jealousy, hatred, discord. And you're like, oh man, <laughs> rut row. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> he didn't forget about me after all. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah. I, I also love that he said um, for the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. I was like, that's like, that's the, the emphasis on this whole thing. Um, he even says that in verse six before that, if you like were to scroll up, um, or I guess if you're using a hard copy Bible, you can just look up for those of you that are using the the good stuff. Um, but it says, for in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision has any value, because that's what he's talking about in this this part of the passage. But um, what he says is he says, the only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. Mm. He's like, forget all this other junk, man. What counts is faith expressing itself through love. What counts is love your neighbor as yourself. What counts is live by the spirit of God. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Yeah. Like that is the stuff that counts. I just yeah. think that's like, mm, 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 mm. You know, it really is a heavy hitter. No doubt about it. I When I, when I reflect on that passage, I often think about how, you know, um, faith expressing itself in love is really that that like the most important thing this like central thing that counts the most and like well what does faith expressing itself in love even mean and there's there's like this actionable uh proof of of loving kindness that is shown um via your faith by your loving kindness for others Mm. and so like you know the reason we describe people as the most loving people, like, I mean, I just know this person. They are so loving towards me. Yeah. It's because they are expressing their faith in God via their love for others. Mm. And you you always know. You always you know do. who are people that you admire and respect is because they know how to model love yeah. uh, via motivated from faith. Yeah. So it's it's love born of a deep faith. And I love... <laughs> how Paul <laughs> doesn't separate love from faith. Yeah. He's saying love is from faith. Yeah. It's born of faith. Yeah. It comes well, out of faith. And what I see in that is then if you are not becoming love, if love isn't happening, then like, where's your faith? There's a debt. There's like a you faith I mean? deficit. It's like, there's a faith deficit. Yeah. Um, and, and which leads me to what I, you know, I kind of want to hit at um, with this passage is I feel like a lot of people will read this and they'll be like, okay, so I have to be loving. I have to, I have to choose joy. I have to be patient with people. Like I have to do these things. Um, and, and while that's, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you are desiring to move in that direction. That is great. But let's also acknowledge that this says fruit of the spirit. Like this is what will naturally happen what will naturally grow in you when you choose to follow the spirit, when you choose to, to dwell in the spirit, to walk with the spirit, these things will naturally come about. Um, you know, it's, I feel like it's almost like a serving as a spiritual gauge. 
You know, like I know that the way I'm acting isn't from the spirit because it's not love, because it's not joy, because it's not peace, because it's not patience. Like these things are what the spirit will create in me. Um, and so it's just, I feel like that's a good way to just, it's like, it's just a good way to observe our lives and be like, am I becoming more loving? Am I becoming gentle? Like, that's just a, that's a weird one too. Like we don't even think we think about love a lot, but like, what does it look like to become more gentle? To become more, more kind, um, more patient, to have self-control, like all of these things, like some of them, I feel like we don't hit on very often. Um, so what we're going to actually do over the next couple of weeks, we're not going to start with this today. Uh, today's actually going to be a little bit shorter of a podcast um, as we just kind of like set up the next couple of weeks. But the next several weeks, we're going to be diving into like, we're going to do it in sets of three. Um, and we're going to be breaking down like each of the fruits of the spirit um, and kind of talking about our experience with them, talking about um, any thoughts we have on them, stuff like that. But um, for today, I just want to talk about the fruits themselves. Like, what does it look like to embody the fruit of the Spirit, to use that kind of spiritual gauge to um, kind of go in that direction, especially with the contrast that Paul's doing of like a living in the Spirit versus living in the flesh. Um, so yeah, what are, your, what are your thoughts on that, your initial thoughts on on that kind of idea? I love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, you know, our, our church is all about the things of the Spirit. And Oh, yes. And so any, anytime we can talk about the Holy Spirit or the gifts of the Spirit or the fruits of the Spirit, like I'm there for that, like, you know, sign me up. And um, we're, we're all about that here at Mercy Road Church Northwest. And uh, talk about fruits of the Spirit. There was some spiritual fruit <laughs> happening on Sunday night here. Yes, there was. Mercy Road Church Northwest. We had a, a worship night here. And if you were there, you know the 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 pouring of the Spirit onto our, our people. I think there was we estimate between 150 and 200 people came out to that. And man, it was just so powerful. It was awesome. It was so powerful. Lots of joy. Lots of love. So much joy, man. Lots of peace, lots of patience, (laughs) lots of kindness. (laughs) So much, so much joy. Um, I'm going to put my pastor hat on for a second. Can I do that? Like, am I allowed to do that? Well, you are a pastor. So yeah, I'll let you put your pastor hat on. This is how I go about teaching the fruits of the Holy Spirit is to be careful not to put the S like I just did, uh, is to teach that they are the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Big difference. Here, here's my mm, little, here's my joke. Ooh, I know where you're going and I love it. Yeah, yeah. Here's my joke. This is a stupid joke. Pastors love stupid jokes. Why do, do we love stupid jokes? I don't know. I don't know. It's so stupid. <laughs> Paul is not saying that this is the fruit basket of the Holy Spirit. Fruit basket. So my joke there, the point of that is... Wait, was that the whole joke? It, I told you it was stupid. <laughs> there the, wasn't the, even like a punchline to it. No punchline. The fruit of the spirit <laughs> <laughs> is not the fruit basket of the Holy Spirit. We can't, we can't fill the basket. We mm. can't, we can't grow the fruit. It's not like we see a basket in front of us on empty life and say, I need to add this to my, my empty basket. Mm. What, Paul is saying is that this is not the fruit of Luke. This is the fruit of the spirit. And if there's any chance for these different kinds of fruits to grow on the vine that the Holy Spirit controls, you must be intimately intertwined and then step with the spirit. Yeah. So the, the danger in my opinion, and we're going to talk, you said you were going to talk about these in sets of three and we absolutely need to, um, because God wants to grow the variety of fruit in and out of us yeah. as, as a person. 
but an effort to put that fruit into our life's basket on our own will without the Holy Spirit yep. is an exercise in infidelity. Yep, it's never going to work. And so n- we really can't, um, without the Spirit, embody and and produce the fruit of joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and gentleness, and self-control without the Spirit. Yeah. Because the Spirit is the one that grows it yeah. out of us. And so, um, and that's not to say that there are non-Christians that exhibit these things, you know, without the spirit, no, no, but no. like, and that's not even the point, but there it's like, it's not even close to the same though. Like the peace that you can experience with the spirit is not even close to the peace you experience without. Um, and the same thing for all of the other ones, like for each of those things, you know, the spirit takes that to the next level because he's God. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, he, and he proves, he proves this very a point in verse 25, right? So since we live by the spirit, let us keep in step mm. with the spirit. Let's so, keep up with him. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Uh, what we do is we like to run ahead of, of the Holy spirit or we like, or we're, we're too far behind the Holy spirit. Mm-hmm. And so keeping in step with the Holy spirit, um, there's a cadence yeah. and a rhythm that the Holy spirit mm-hmm. has on himself. Cause he's a person, he's fully God. Um, and when we are not in tune with his presence and we are out of tune with his presence, we're not in step with his cadence. Yeah. And there's a syncope that's now off. And so I know that the rhythms of my life to stay in step with the Holy Spirit, as Paul is encouraging us to do here, is actually what prevents um, the, the fleshly desires to yeah. be born as fruit. And therefore allow this the spiritual fruit of yeah. this list to be born. And so, and, not but, and, sometimes we like to be selective on which one of these fruits we permit the Holy Spirit to grow. Yeah. And Can't I think that's, that's the value of discussing these fruits, is that it's, there's going to be one of us that's just like, of course, God grows peace in me all the time. Yeah. But rarely does he grow gentleness or yeah. self-control. Well, so I, that's where the value you've discussed. Yeah, and I, and I feel like that's really good to to note just in general because I feel like there's a lot of us that would have a few that are like come naturally to us already. Like yeah. I'm naturally a patient person. You know, I know other people that are not naturally patient people. Um, like I don't have to try that hard. I don't have to. I don't have to think that hard about being patient with people. Yeah. But sometimes I really have to think about you know other ones like um, like kindness or. Um, like gentleness, um, you know, like the other, other ones tend to have like a more of a struggle within me that I'm like, ah, I need to like work at those or I need to, I need to allow the spirit into those things. I think mm-hmm. it's probably a better way to say it rather than working towards them. A better way to say it would be, I need to invite the spirit into that area of my life. Totally, man. I need to invite the spirit to, to work in me in that way. Um, I think of Matthew six, when Jesus says, seek first the kingdom of God and all of these things will be added to you. Yeah. Um, and yes, he's talking about you know, your basic necessities and all the things that you need in life. But I think through stuff like this, and it's like, when you seek first the kingdom of God, you will see the fruits of the spirit. Yeah. Because that's, that's the spirit's main mission is the kingdom of God. And so when you keep in step with the spirit, seeking first the kingdom of God, you will develop these fruit. Um, and assuming we give the spirit permission to develop those fruits. Yes. And so, and so when you're not seeing those fruit, it's because you're not seeking the kingdom of God in that area of yeah. your life. 
um, whether it's your marriage, whether it's with your kids, whether it's with your coworkers, whether it's, you know, wherever, um, you know, whatever um, scenario that you're, that you're thinking through in your life, there's an area that you're like, man, I'm not seeking kingdom. I'm not in step with the spirit in this area. Um, and, and I think that's probably true for a lot of us that we're, they're probably like really great in step with the spirit when we go to church on Sunday. But yeah. on Monday morning, when we're on that, <laughs> when we're on that commute, like, I don't know if all of us are in step with the spirit on that one. Yeah, <laughs> on Monday morning. You know, another, <laughs> another example to your point there is this, a, a lot of the, the fruit of the Holy Spirit can sometimes just, sometimes just be mistaken for just personality traits in us. Yeah. Like, like for example, like, honestly, man, I don't really feel like I have a whole lot of issue with fruit of the spirit of joy. Like it is so easy for me yeah. to be delighted by something. Yeah. Like I'm actually quite easy to please and, and yeah. impress. Like yeah. I just, I find a lot of joy in a lot of simple things. I find a lot yeah. of joy in a lot of non-simple things. Yeah. I just, I tend to get really excited about things that I get really excited about. Yeah. Okay. Joy is, uh, is an easy one, Yeah. but I have a very tough exterior. And I have been told many times throughout my life that I am not a gentle person. Mm. And so I have had to invite the Holy Spirit to reveal to me mm. where in my life I've not allowed him to occupy who I am. Yeah. So that, because I'm the one that's preventing him to grow that fruit. Yep. It's, I'm, the, I'm in his way. Yeah. I ain't going to grow it on my own. Yeah. Because he creates that. Yeah. So, so to, to going back to your, your point there of how important it is for us to just be like, Okay, let's call a spade a spade yeah. here. Let's be really real <laughs> about ourselves. Yeah. Is man, we need this because this is how yeah. we embody a loving posture of self-sacrifice to a world that doesn't know Jesus. Yeah. And, and to the community of believers. Yeah. There's something about the church in 2023, man. We've got to figure out a way to like love like, each other. Like and love each other <laughs> yes. better. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. It's so easy. Well, it's could, so easy. Did he say like, that earlier? He said if you bite. And yes, if you bite and devour each other, watch out, watch or out. you will be destroyed by each other. And really like, intense. The church in Galatia was having some <laughs> issues, man. I hope <laughs> nobody ever comes up and literally bites me. <laughs> my but, kid, my kid bites now. <laughs> oh no! She started you. biting us a couple of days ago, and I was like, "Oh, not no." But not but you know, we, we metaphorically bite. Yeah, and then how sad. Mm. And so, how do, how is biting prevented? Well, it's yeah. becoming a person who's in step with the Holy Spirit, wow. who gives the Spirit permission to grow these fruit. This, this, this fruit in their life. Yeah. These fruits in their life. And I love that right before that, he says that do not use your freedom to indulge, indulge the flesh rather serve one another humbly in love. Yeah. So cool. You know what I mean? Like that whole love your neighbor as yourself. Yes. The neighbor is the person outside the walls, but it's also the person inside the walls. Yeah. Like it's both. Yeah. That's good. Like this is a both. And we, I, we love to just pick and choose who we get to love. You know, because sometimes some people we just don't want to love. We just don't want to. We're not into it. We're like, I'm just not down. Um, and that's that's very real. We can't deny that. But um, but Jesus calls us to sacrifice that, like sacrifice that position that you're in um, and to to choose to love anyways, to choose to go out of your way to because that's where the spirit is. Yeah. You know, the spirit loves them. And so if you're going to keep in step with the spirit, then you need to keep up. Like you need, you need to get it together. <laughs> yeah. That, that posture of surrendering to the, to the spirit's presence in your life and surrendering to the spirit's invitation, mm. uh, to, to guide you. Um, I think it's in Isaiah. 
I, the verse is, is evading my memory, but I think it's in Isaiah. Maybe, yeah, it's in Isaiah. Uh, chapter and verse, I don't remember, but I will tell you when to turn left and when to turn right. Mm. And so there, there is a there is a guidance that comes from the Holy Spirit's uh, active presence in your immediate yeah. life and every single day. And the way that Paul juxtaposes the desires of the flesh, you've got this in our notes here, living life in the spirit versus living life in the flesh. Yeah. There's such a juxtaposition towards the impulses of the flesh and the surrendering of those impulses unto the spirit. Yeah. And our humanity accommodates for um, the ability to choose one or the other. Mm. God, in our free will, we can absolutely choose to succumb to the impulse of the flesh yeah. or we can choose to submit that impulse and surrender it unto the spirit yeah. and we know we're all human here right yeah. safe place to confess oh, yeah. right we've all done both yep and we know which one causes life and which one causes death yep i mean it's just it's as simple as that but we just learn lessons so we learn these lessons in such way. a difficult way, <laughs> we have to learn them over and over. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just love how practical these are, because I feel like sometimes when uh, when we talk about the spirit, I feel like people get freaked out and they're like, "Oh, spiritual stuff. What is this? What is? What even is the spirit? You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just so like intangible. Like what, what do you oh, do man. with that? And I feel like this is one of those things. Like, like if you want to know what the Holy Spirit like does, if you want to know what what spirituality is all about. It's about this, it's about love, joy, peace, mm. patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Like these things, these are very real things in the way that we interact with people. Like that's really what these are. These are, these have to do with interacting with people more than anything. It's not something that you just like feel inside by yourself. This is something that, in the way that you interact with, with God and with the world and with people. Yeah. And the spirit yeah. manifests in that. And he says, I'm going to work in you. And this is what I do. This is what I create. Yeah. And you can take that same discipline of, of, of basically divinity, like Trinity swapping. Like you can, but the fruit of Jesus is love, mm -hmm. right? Peace, yeah. forbearance, you know, kind of, you can also swap it out for, but the fruit of, of Luke the goal of the fruit of Luke yeah. is love. Yeah. Because if we're keeping in step with the spirit and forbearance, yeah. If I'm keeping in step in the spirit, then I would hope then like the sentence would be true of me. The fruit of Nick yeah. is love, joy, peace. Like, like we would want that to be true one day. And I even even thinking about that today, honestly, earlier today, it wasn't, I wasn't thinking about the podcast or anything like that, but I was just, I was just driving. And I don't remember what, what situation I was thinking about, but I was like, man, I, I hope that I'm the first person um, that the people that are close to me, I hope I'm the first person they think of when they think of something like love mm. or peace or gentleness. You know, I, like when some of those things, and it's like, man, I just hope that they think of me um, Dude, when, so they, when they do you, that. I'm so glad you brought that up. I, I, I am a big fan of Pete Scazzaro. Mm -hmm. He's got this podcast called Emotionally Healthy Leader. And he talks about the, um, just the power of, it mean, churches and companies everywhere use this thing called the 360 Review. Yep, and the the concept is you're getting a, a a circle of feedback loop. So anyone that doesn't know what a 360 review is, you basically ask your superior what their experience of you is. You ask a peer what their experience of you is, and you ask a subordinate what their experience of you is. So you get like a full 360 circle 
you know, picture of who you are as a person. And, um, he goes, you can do that anytime you want. And it, you know, it not be, it not be like a formal, like employment thing. You yeah. can, you can go, um, ask a mentor, mm. you know, Hey, what's it like to be on the other side of me? Mm. Ask a peer. Hey, what's it like to be on the wow. other side of me? You can ask uh, someone you lead. Hey, what's it like to be on the other side of me? And if their answers have any common denominators, you know what the Holy Spirit is saying to you. Wow. And I was just like, I'm a little scared of what I would hear. <laughs> me too. Not going to lie. <laughs> but, but just the value of that data mm-hmm. and, and the, the, the call to uh, you know, a lifestyle of maturity and, and growing up right, yeah. as people. And um, I hope, to your point, you're saying, man, I hope, I hope that... <laughs> <laughs> the three people I would ask would be like, oh man, Luke is, is a very gentle yeah. uh, and, and kind person. Yeah. Because I want to be. He's joyful. He's I loving. I want to be kind and gentle. He's kind. He's faithful. He's, sure. you know, he's, he has self-control. Like, like, man, I just, yeah, I want to be those things. Yeah. And I want the people that are close to me. Like I, it's the, uh, that like cheesy thing a lot of people say about that, like with the, the deathbed, you know. When people remember me, like, are they going to remember me for this? Oh, yeah. Like, what yeah. are they going to remember sure. you by? Um, and like, I would, I want to be remembered for, for the fruit of the spirit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that means that I was in step with him and that's what I want. Hmm. You know, hmm. that's where this comes in as a spiritual gauge of like, would the people around me believe these things about me? Like, would, the, would they, would they associate any of these words with me? Or would they say, ah, he's working towards it. He'll get there someday. <laughs> maybe one day he'll maybe one day he'll catch up to the spirit. He's way ahead of him right now. But <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Well, I think I mean, so so here Paul puts you know, again, he juxtaposes the flesh with the spirit. And then in the front end of this little discourse, he's got like, if you bite each other, if you bite each other, like watch out, you're gonna destroy each other. But then at the end of the discourse, here at the very Last couple of verses, like 25 and then 26, let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. It's almost like he sandwiches the yeah. fruit of the Holy Spirit. That's the Oreo cream, but the two cookies are about like his, his like your natural, naturalistic, humanist, human desire is to bite and provoke each yeah. other. And it's almost like, Paul is giving the solution to a, a group of, uh, f- you know, Christians who just can't get along and, and how disunion and infighting is like the devil's playground. The, the, you know, yeah. the enemy is just like, got them right where I want them. Don't need them to do anything else. As long as they're infighting, they're ineffective. And I just, I don't know. I, I just kind of noticed that as you were reading it. Mm. Let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying each other. And, um, well, how, how do we make sure we don't become provoked or conceited or envying each other? We're, we're people that are walking by the, by the Spirit. Yeah. I'm imagining Paul writing to the church in Galatia and being like, you guys are having all these issues, and that's not what this is about. Like, you've missed it. Like if you want to, if you want to be a follower of Jesus, if you want to be a follower of God, if you want to inherit the kingdom of God and and seek first the kingdom of God, this is what that looks like. Not the infighting, not the provoking each other, not the envying each other. What it looks like is love for your neighbor. What it looks like 
is joy and peace and all these other things. That's what it's all about. That's what it looks like. That's what counts. Um, and so if you're, if you're missing those things and you're missing out on like the very, the very, like one of the best parts about this whole thing of that, that enjoying life in the community of believers, a community that is filled with love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. All of these things are just there and it's beautiful and it's holy and it's just as God intended it to be like, that's such, that's such beauty there. And if we don't do that, we're, we're missing out on such a good thing that the Lord has prepared for us and that the Lord has designed for us. And we're just like tossing it aside to choose some other cheap version, um, you know, going with our flesh. So yeah. I don't know. That's just a thought provoking thing for me. No, absolutely. No, it's so well thought out. And this, this whole chapter, man, is just so powerful. And especially this, this section, um, it, I thought it was interesting that, there is discussion of conflict in here. It's just conflict between the flesh and the spirit. Mm. So, you know, it's, it's, you know, where does it say that it says, yeah, it says in in verse 17 for the flesh desires, what is contrary to the spirit and the spirit, what is contrary to the flesh, they are in conflict Mm. with each other. So you're not to do whatever you want. So, there's already enough conflict. Yeah. <laughs> it's between the spirit and the flesh. Yeah, we don't need we, we don't need conflict more. between you guys and the spirit and the spirit. <laughs> but that's no, that's a great point though. The spirit will never be in conflict with the spirit. If I'm keeping in step with the spirit and you're keeping in step with the spirit, like we we shouldn't we shouldn't be fighting. We shouldn't have any sort of conflict. Anytime conflict ever seeps in, it's because one of us is acting in the flesh. One or both of us. Because flesh, yeah, and, because flesh and spirit go against each other, but spirit, it's not, it's not fighting against itself. Yeah, you're you're more saying like harmony, like godly yeah. harmony is a natural, and I mean he kind of gets even to that. Too, right? He says self control. Yeah. Right, and so harmony is, you know, self two self controlled people are a harmonious duo. Yes. Yeah, and so so you by by. Acting in the flesh, you are disrupting the harmony because the flesh goes against the spirit. Yeah. Mm. That's good stuff, man. Let's, uh, we'll wrap it up there and we'll next time talk about love, joy, and peace um, as a good little trio there and our experience with that. So if you have questions or things you want us to talk about on the podcast, please let us know. Uh, you can do that by going to the media tab on our website at mercyroadnw.com. Uh, and on our website, you'll also be able to find more details and information about our community. And you can get a hold of me or Luke directly there as well. If you go to our staff page, you can find our emails. So thanks for joining us. And we will talk to you again soon. Mm-hmm.